The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast. It is, of course, presented by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, Washington, Dallas, Buffalo, and the New England Patriots. Got a bunch of podcasts, bunch of media gigs, college games for CBS, NFL games on the radio for Westwood One. I do the Eagles preseason games as well on television. Absolutely love being in the podcast game, I've had the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, which is daily for, I don't know, 10 plus years now, as well as the Fantasy Feast Podcast. Make sure you check that one out tomorrow. We've been going through all of the rookie rankings, primarily for best ball, but tomorrow we'll talk about the tight ends and some of those day three wide receivers you might want to take a flyer on. And then, of course, we had the College Draft Podcast this week already, detailing the NFC North draft picks. Greg Cosell will join me on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast in a couple days tomorrow. I'm actually talking with Shane Bouchel, the backup quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, and their O-line coach, Andy Heck. Both those guys have uh, unique situations this offseason with the Chiefs having two new offensive tackles. You can always check me out on social media. Love those of you that do at Ross Tucker NFL or the network at Ross Tucker pod. Feel free to retweet, like, love, all those things. And if you ever take advantage of any of our sponsors, and you'll hear from a couple during the course of the show, make sure you email me, ross at rosstucker.com, because then there's a great chance you'll get your question answered by the great Steve Fezzik at some point this summer. Check him out on social media. At Fezzik Sports, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football betting. It's the Super Contest. It's at the Westgate. It's every year. It's a really big deal. Steve won it not once, but twice. So, Steve, it's been interesting. I feel like we're getting a lot of mileage out of the NFL schedule. So, before the schedule came out, we talked about what we would be looking for. 
and be ready, willing, and able to fire on and take action after it was released. Then it was released Thursday, May 11th. Then last week, we had the great Warren Sharp from Sharp Football on who went over some of the schedule inequities, especially as it relates to rest disparity that he identified and that we can take action on, whether it's season-long in terms of a win total or a futures bet or specific weeks. But we still got to dive into it with you, Steve, in terms of the week one lines, as well as what games you've already bet on weeks two through 18. So let's start today with the week one lines, especially because that's the ones that people will be talking about and searching on on social media and looking at over the course of the next three and a half months. So talk me through right from there, Steve, your process. Okay. Schedule comes out. Now, thankfully, DraftKings and others have the lines up for the entire season. And so there might be some specific weeks where you see a rest situation that you get involved in later on the year. But week one, I guess people feel like is the week where, okay, we at least know, or at least we think we know what the teams will be like at that point. So I'll stop talking, Steve, and let you have the floor for what you did as it related to week one after the schedule came out. All right, and I am completely pulling back the curtain here, showing you how the sausage is made by a pro better. I'm not the only one that does this. This is how it's done by everyone that I know. There's no time to evaluate, hey, Kansas City's got all these um, rest disparity weeks, weeks 12 through 17. I don't have time for that, Ross. I'm looking at when the schedule comes out, I know these week one lines are going to hit. They're going to hit within 10 minutes. Some books want to be first to market, and I must be ready. All I have is my power ratings on these teams. I don't care about matchups. I don't care about news. I'm just looking to bet mistakes. I apologize. This is going to be a pass-post show in many ways. What do I mean by that? I'm going to tell you bets that I made that no longer exist and will never exist going forward because I'm showing you this is how it's done. This is what pros love is betting against openers because your edges are so much bigger. And frankly, I'd forgotten how good they were. I sent you earlier today, pre-production, a list of some of the bets I made. And some of them, you know, you just can't even believe how good they are. A, a poster child of that is, you know, Denver is hosting the Raiders. Well, in retrospect, oh, that's right. Denver has a really big advantage in altitude when they're playing weeks one and two at home. Also, Denver should be greatly improved because, you know, the coaching problems last year and that they fixed that. And frankly, Denver's just a little bit better than the Raiders this week. So Denver's this year. So Denver should probably be a three and a half point favorite, despite the fact week one, we typically like underdogs, divisional underdogs. They've done very well. Well, you know, one book opened this line of pick. I got pick minus 105. I bet this several times. So that's just an example of, you know, how the pros do it. We're just the there's a myth out there that these odds makers are all knowing, all powerful. Vegas knows everything. And the truth is, and again, I'm pulling back the curtain. Oftentimes it's two guys surfing porn in the background that are putting up these numbers somewhat haphazardly with dime limits. And they don't really care that much because you know what? They're in price discovery mode trying to figure out what the number should be. 
<laughs> oh, Steve. Um, it's so good. It's so, so good. So before we dive into some of your other bets, um, I want to give them a different website that they should be checking out. And that is Omaha Steaks. Head over to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code EVEN at checkout and get $30 off your qualifying order for Father's Day. How about this, okay? Fork tender bacon wrap filet mignons or other gourmet grillables like air-chilled boneless chicken breast, burgers, jumbo franks, many more. Listen, we got Memorial Day weekend coming up. We got Father's Day weekend coming up. I'm just telling you right now, I'm a dad. You know what I would like my family to get me? Meat, food. I mean, whether he's your father, father-in-law, father figure, he's the guy who's always ready to step up when you need him most. This Father's Day, show him the love. With the only gift that's as unforgettable as he is, the mouth-watering perfection of Omaha Steaks. From perfectly aged, oh, so tender steaks to hand-selected gift packages, Omaha Steaks makes it easy to give dad what he really wants. Order today and get $30 off with promo code EVEN. Every purchase is backed by their conditional, unconditional money-back guarantee. Minimum order may be required. See site for details. All right. So you kind of peel back the curtain, Steve, in terms of the lines, in terms of Denver in particular, in terms of the guy. So basically what you're saying, Steve, is they don't really care that much. They put out relatively low limits. They got to put the games out because their competitors are. They put out relatively low limits, and they let you and the other pros price it correctly. They get beat up a little bit by you guys, but then they're priced correctly for everybody else that waited till after the schedules came out or waited 20 minutes later, and they'll be priced correctly now for the next three and a half months. Yes, and in fact, the one thing that stood out to me, one theme is everyone knows that week one divisional dogs are good bets. Well, they're good bets once the market settles in and the numbers are based upon power ratings and the power rating should, once you have that number, you should be looking towards the dogs. Well, you can't just skew all the numbers through key numbers, points, point and a half, two points because of that factor and put those numbers up. So now I have all these bets, Ross, and what stands out to me, I'm a little interested in the other side, if anything. So I, I played Atlanta minus two and a half, minus 105. I played all these at a minus 105 shop. You know, I'd love to get Carolina plus three and a half. Uh, I wouldn't mind taking a little bite at three, but I want three and a half. Jacksonville at Indy. Indy's bad. Jacksonville's good. I laid two and a half in Jacksonville. But sure, I'll take India plus four or more with that divisional dog. Um, uh, a couple more. The oh, oh, the Super Bowl hangover. Super Bowl champion does lousy week one. Well, that may well be the case against the spread because teams like the Eagles are going to be laying five and a half or six at post. Well, I laid three and a half. So I got ahead of what's the likely line move. A re- the reason a lot of these favorites do lousy against the spread year after year is because the public is itching to bet Ross. They haven't bet NFL for six months. 
they're ready to go by September. And what are they going to be firing on? They're going to be excited to bet on the Carolina Panthers. Are they going to be excited to bet on the Pittsburgh Steelers? No, they're going to want to play the favored teams. And that inevitably this happens every year, pushes these numbers out a little bit past where they should be, especially the good story. Seattle is good this year. The Rams are going to be terrible. So I laid three on Seattle. I'm not, I would not be shocked if I didn't get seven on the Rams right before that game kicked off. Of course, I will take the Rams, you know, plus six or more at post. So I apologize that I'm, I'm telling you bets I'm looking at that are opposite of what I made it open, but this is indeed what, how pros bet. And this is why as a service person, when I give out plays to my clients, I gave them one play so far. I gave them the New York Jets plus three. The Jets opened three at DraftKings. It was there for a good couple days. FanDuel as well. So several places had plus three. That number is ludicrous to me, but it's not so ludicrous that I could justify this line being picked. I just think the Jets should be a small underdog. And frankly, that's a bet that might come back. We'll see. I think some money will come on Buffalo. At the current number of one, heck, I'd probably lean a little bit to the Bills. I am so curious, Steve. To find out how much closing line value, I guess it's not closing line value, I guess how much current line value, a different CLV, you've already gotten your process for going through and deciding exactly when to bet the other side, I think is something that we get emails on a lot. I know this, I don't need any emails or anyone to tell me what I'm doing this weekend. I'm going to the beach and I'm drinking some Labatt Blue Lights with my friends and my family and living life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, so Steve, here's my first question as it relates to everything you just said. When's it over? So like, you know, all this stuff happens fast and furious just so I know for next year, our listeners know, or viewers, youtube.com slash Ross So they know for next year, when does that end? About, about how much time is that window? Oh, week one, you got about eight, 10 hours typically. But here's the beauty. We're, next week, we're going to be talking about weeks two through 18. Still plenty of good bets in that corridor. The problem with week one is that no one has a really bad spot week one. Everybody is ready to go. Everyone's fully motivated. Everyone pretty much has the same rest. Everyone had a bye week the week before. So there's no um, hidden schedule quirks, added rest, and the like, which makes week one, I would argue, the most difficult of all the weeks to bet against the closing numbers other than fading the public. However, I'll say this. I did not have a perfect clean sheet. I made one bet that I thought was really good. Chargers, minus two and a half, minus oh five against the Dolphins. And that number sits here, still sits out there today. And you know what, Ross? I think what I think I missed 
I don't think the Chargers have more than a one for a home field advantage. So the Chargers are only slightly better than the Dolphins. And I gave them too much of a home field advantage. That's probably the lesson learned is that it doesn't matter if um, you've got this spanking, beautiful Super Bowl stadium. The Rams and the Chargers just aren't going to have much of an edge at all this year, even if the Chargers are good. So, okay, you have eight to ten hours. Give us some. Uh, you gave us an example of the Seattle of Denver. How many week one bets did you fire on, Steve? And how many points, typically or on average, of value have you gotten on those already? Yeah. So on average, I'd say a point and a half, but they're through the key numbers, and that's my focus. You know, I'm not going to pay a lot of attention on a spread that is typically four and a half, for instance, because who cares if it should be five and a half or three and a half? It's not going to land four or five. So it's unlikely that I'm going to get value. Oh, here's one that wasn't that good. I played the Bengals minus two, minus oh five. I was thinking that line has to go to three. You know, the more I think about that, the the more I'm thinking Watson could be better for Cleveland. I don't know if it's going to get to three. I'd like to play back to three. Um, Looking at a few other bets, San Fran minus two and a half, reduce big. Absolutely, I'm going to get I'm going to get your Steelers at three. Might get three and a half. Certainly, if I if I know where to look and how. Uh, here's one: the market completely got Arizona wrong across the board. All the games of the year are wrong, and I'm going to give a I'm going to send a Christmas basket to the Westgate because I noticed that the Westgate everyone was dealing Arizona season win five and a half shaded to the under, but before the schedule came out, Westgate actually dropped Arizona to four and a half. So. And it makes a lot of sense. The Arizona has questionable motivation even to win this year, going to be the worst team in the NFL. So I had Arizona power rated. I lowered my power rating just based upon Westgate's um, movement there, which a lot of books have since copied. So I've got anti-Arizona bets everywhere in my portfolio. I laid two and a half with Washington. It won't surprise me if the Commandos, the Commodores, whatever you want to call them, the Commodes, Commodes, if they close six and a half, so that's probably, you know, one of my best line value bets. Um, you know, one that I haven't bet that's clear to me, when I see a two and a half that isn't budging, the team's favored by two and a half, but it's not going to three. Uh, there's a reason for that. Like the Packers at the Bears, Ross, I'm not sure the Bears should even really be favored in that game. The Packers always show well in Chicago. So that's that's a game... I'm holding out for three. I see there's a couple plus threes where you lay extra vig. I'd love to get the Packers plus three. That's a bet I I got a piece of at the Westgate of all places, but I'd love to get more plus three. So, Steve, I'm looking at it right now because I got DraftKings sending me all this info. The Bears are the number one most bet spread in week one. So far, 9% of the bets have come in for the Bears week one. Does that number mean anything to you? Do you care? Is there a way to use that information for your benefit? I do care, but you have to be aware of the number DraftKings is dealing. So when DraftKings is dealing the Bears minus two and a half lay a dollar ten, remember only the pros are betting. All right. I used to manage uh, syndicates, work with a bunch of different betting syndicates, very successful. Guys, a lot of those guys moved on and became their own betters or started managing their own syndicates. But uh, here's an example. Would you bet Green Bay plus two and a half lay a dollar ten, Ross? Right now, today. 
No. No, you'd be, and you know why? Because we'd fire you. We'd be like, what are you doing? We might get three and you're going to bet a two and a half. You would have to be a complete and utter dumbo to play Green Bay plus two and a half. Now, come September, if this line's dropping to one and a half, maybe that bet will be fine. Maybe it'll be a good bet. But right now, there is no reason that you would ever play Green Bay plus two and a half, especially with a few rogue plus threes. What do you call that, Steve, like the, when the risk isn't the same? It's um, asymmetric risk. Asymmetric risk. That's right. Yeah. So, so here's a case of asymmetric risk where you'd have to be the world's worst better to, to take Green Bay at plus two and a half. But that's not saying that DraftKings is wrong dealing two and a half on this game. It's just they're, rec- they're recognizing, hey, I'm getting one side action. And you know what? I'm pretty confident that they're, if Jordan Love shows it all in preseason, they'll be cutting in line to take the Packers, not just at three, but probably at two and a half and certainly at teasing the Packers at two and a half. So I am A-OK with DK building a position on that game and going ahead and um, just taking one-sided bets. Well, listen, um, if you're going to be on an app to bet, it's DraftKings. If you're going to be on an app to get tickets for anything, it's the Game Time app. I'm looking in your city right now, Steve, in Las Vegas. You can go to Pink at Allegiant Stadium on October 7th for $76. Even if you want to take your son to one of the hockey games, the Stars at the Golden Knights Saturday is 185 bucks. Wednesday, it's 189 bucks. But here's the beauty of it. With the game time guarantee, you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section of row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. But here's the beauty. Pink, $76. No, she's not. She's $56. Because if you download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code MONEY for $20 off your first purchase, you get the 20 bucks off. Terms apply. So, again, create an account, redeem code MONEY for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right. So, um, what about the most bet week one money line, Steve? The, the Ravens. 12% of the week one money line bets – are the Ravens, and then the Bengals and Chiefs are the next two at 9%. Okay, so the Ravens make no sense to be betting the money line. Let me explain why. Probably they're getting bet because DraftKings is dealing them at nine, and everybody else has nine and a half, so their money line is probably cheaper versus, well, it's not anymore, but it probably was cheaper than than other shops. Well, here's the problem with the money line. It's currently minus 390 on Baltimore. The line's nine. That's a classic teaser. We tease it down, six and a half point teaser. We get it down to two and a half. Yes, it's not the same as playing it at pick, but now you're not laying 390. So the Baltimore, if you're looking for one team in the NFL to tease right now, um, you could tease them with the Packers. You could tease them with the Dolphins. But Baltimore would be a teaser that is very worthy, and that's a game I think it's going to go to 10. So you would want to tease that now and not wait till later we never talk hockey on the show real quickly ross i did want to you brought up getting great seat prices at the golden knights i want to add there's a misconception people are like oh vegas is going to get buried if the golden knights win the stanley cup and it's true the futures books isn't going to do as well as it normally will and maybe even a small loss for las vegas but think about the big picture we win the stanley cup ross think about all that added revenue restaurant revenue hotel revenue, uh, restaurant, uh, uh, venue, 
casinos uh, revenue. Vegas is going to make millions and millions and millions from from winning the uh, the Stanley Cup, and maybe their sports books will lose three hundred thousand. It's a great trade off. When do you decide on these week one bets, Steve? To go the other way. Is it as soon as they go through the key number the other way? Is it a certain amount of points threshold? Because people ask me a lot, or we get a lot of emails to you about middling things. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be a profitable middle. It just has to be what I feel is a plus expectation wager. And, you know, actually pulling back the curtain, it doesn't even have to be positive expectation. It just has to be break even. So, like, if I have Washington minus two and a half, as an example, for 2000 and then I decide, you know what? I can play back on Arizona. Let's say I can play back at plus six and a half at post. And I say, that's like a 52.4% bet. Well, normally I wouldn't make that. But now I'm like, you know, I'm going to feel like a dummy if uh, Washington loses outright. And I was sitting with the minus two and a half and I could have played six and a half. And it was, you know, it's probably a break-even bet. It's similar to use a blackjack example. Let's say you, you get Delta blackjack and your, your card count and true count is like just under plus three. So it's it's a it's not a profitable play to take insurance, but it's not a negative expectation bet either. You don't care. Normally, you wouldn't take insurance if you had a minor bet out. But if you have a max bet out, yeah, give me even money. Give me the insurance. If I have a 20, let me insure my 20 because um, I'm protecting a bet and it doesn't cost me anything to protect it. Absolutely love it. Uh, I'm already excited about next week, Steve, because next week, We'll dive into weeks two through 18 and what we've done or what you've done to this point with placing bets those weeks of the season. Cause I feel like we got a really good feel for week one. Um, I guess in, in 20 seconds, Steve, what can people do about week one now? Do they just wait till we get close to the season or what? Yeah, tease Baltimore. That's all I got. And one bonus pick, MLB. Oakland A's, historically bad. Play them under 48 wins at Caesars. There's a bonus bet you can make. Oakland's not winning 48 games. Love it. Check him out on social media. As you can tell, he's the man at Fezzik Sports. We're always available at YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You can see the highlight clips of this show and the others there. Or you follow at Ross Tucker Pod on any of the different social media platforms. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Big day tomorrow with the Fantasy Feast and the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.